0: welcome to the jesus show not that one here we go solo episode well i guess i've done this three times right the first one this one so i guess the third time uh third solo episode take one action oh (laughs) hey welcome back you know i wasn't gonna Add that to the show, and then I thought, hey, why not? Let me show you guys a little show magic and uh, you know, behind the scenes so you guys know what's going on. Welcome back to the show. Uh, a lot to talk about this week. So, if you haven't noticed yet, I've I record my episodes sometimes twice in one week. That way it helps me push out more content or more episodes on a schedule. Because uh, sometimes we get busy uh, doing other stuff. Now we just got called back for work. So in going back to work, uh, which should be... Sh- sh- which, let me try this again. Cut. Jesse trying to talk. Take to an action. So I don't even know what I was going to say. Um, anyways, we're going to get back to work, so I'm probably going to do a lot of pre-recording just so I have the episodes coming out once a week. Uh, yeah, I don't, you didn't need to know that at all, but I wanted to share it with you guys so you guys know what's going on. (laughs) Um, again, guys, welcome back to the show. This is what, I think my 15th, 16th episode? Holy shit. You know, when I first started this, I was very nervous. I don't know if I shared that with you guys. I was very nervous because I didn't know what to do when I started. Had no idea what I was doing. Didn't know how to start it. I was nervous because I thought I have to do all this editing and stuff. And I've never done any of that. So I was dragging my feet to start it. And then I thought to myself, fuck it just do it if you know it doesn't work out or you don't like it then you know you can stop and you don't have to do this but just try it and then now I was thinking about it when I was writing out my run of show for this episode I thought man like to go from the first episode to this episode it's pretty cool I feel pretty accomplished um and with each episode I love it more and more and once again thank you guys for coming back every week. Thank you for the messages that you guys send me, whether it's on Instagram or just a text message. I really appreciate it because like I said, I didn't think anybody would like it. And even to have one person listen to it is really cool for me. Um, and you know, we've, I've been very fortunate enough to have more than one person listen to it. So, uh, I, I think that's pretty cool. um, Yeah, the stuff that I usually take care of in the front of the show, remember to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, It's the Jesus Show NTO. You can find that on YouTube. The Instagram is the Jesus Show NTO. The Twitter is Jesus Show NTO and Facebook and TikTok. You heard that right. Facebook and the TikTok. It's the Jesus Show, not that one. And if I got any of that stuff wrong... You can find it in the description of the show on YouTube and on the audio description. And you can also find it on my Instagram uh, link. Ali put the link tree in my bio. You hit it and then you go, oh, what do I want to listen to? Where do I want to see? Oh, what do I want to do? And then you go from there. So, yeah. All right. Let's get into it. I'm very excited because this past weekend, well, not this past weekend. Well, this past weekend for me, but this would be two weeks out for you guys because I'm putting it out. Yeah. So I'm going to say this past weekend, but I mean, two weekends ago. Does that make sense? Because I feel like I lost myself. I think I meant that. Fuck it. Anyways, doesn't matter. AJ De La Garza made his first appearance for the New England Revolution, and I was ecstatic. He came on. I Fuck, when did he come on? I think the 60th minute. Hold on. Let me check that real quick because I have a picture. Because, yeah, I take pictures of my friends when they're on TV, uh, and then I have them. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember that one time. I remember because I see it with my eyes, but I like to have it. For myself, because I think it's kind of, I don't know, I just think it's cool. He came in in the 53rd minute. Uh, He came on for the New England Revolution. They were up 1-0 at that time, right? Am I lying to you guys? I don't want to lie to you. Yes, they were already up 1-0. DC United were attacking, and they were coming down... What, or they were coming up on their right side. One of their guys. I really need to learn the guys. All the other guys uh, on AJ's team. Anyways, one of the guys. He uh, crossed it in. And one of the DC United defenders. Tried to clear it out. Or he tried to like back heal it or something. I don't know. He did something. He kicked it into his own net. So it was an own goal. Which was cool. Because it counts for New England. I don't give a shit how they score. The only shitty part is one of AJ's friends who I met when he was in Houston with him is Chris Chris Seitz. He's a goalie. Very nice guy. I met him a couple times. Uh, I I even took a picture after when Houston won the US Open Cup against uh, the Philadelphia Union. That was a really good night. So they won and you know, I, I told Chris, I said, Hey Chris, you mind taking a picture? He's like, Yeah, of course. So I got a picture. Very nice guy, um, but it was it just it's shitty to see an own goal get scored on somebody. Again, I I don't know I don't know the guy, I don't know him personally. I don't even think he would recognize me. Yeah, I don't think he would recognize if I go, "Hey, Chris, what's up, man?" He'd look at me like, mm, "I don't know who you are," uh, unless I was with AJ. If AJ was with me, he'd be like, "Oh yeah, I remember you." Uh, anyways, it, it was just shitty to see that happen to Chris because I was like oh man like I'd rather an amazing goal get past him instead of like a, a, a cheap shot like that but I don't let me see if I get this right I don't not like it enough for it to happen right what I'm trying to say is I want AJ to succeed more than Chris because AJ's my boy Get it? Okay. Uh, yeah, so it was nice to see AJ out there on the field. He did very well. Uh, they were holding on to that 1-0 lead. And I think they did really well. They could have scored. I, In my eyes, they could have scored at least two more. A couple times they got a little unlucky. Um, but I think they did well. Those 1-0 victories, especially in the beginning of the season, are always good. If, you, if they're going to uh, get you three points, because later on in the season, maybe even at the end of the season, you know, if you uh, give up a late goal to tie or, you know, even, God forbid, drop three points or any points, uh, it's good because then they're taking care of stuff in the beginning of this season um, to hopefully help them at the end and reach the playoffs and get seated a lot higher and... I don't want to say have an easier road in the playoffs because I feel MLS is becoming so competitive the last couple of years that it doesn't really matter where you're, you can be number eight and play against, you know, the number two team and it's still a tough match. So it's not, it's not always, you know, Oh, the number one or number two seed is going to coast through to the championship. That's not how it goes uh which says a lot for the league and it's nice to see the next thing i want to talk about is cecilio dominguez last week so cecilio if you guys listen to uh the last solo episode oh yeah did i tell you guys today's just me again hey guys welcome back it's just me hey uh last time i talked to you guys Austin FC, which Cecilio plays for, and Hector Jimenez. They're both on the team. They went and played LAFC in LA, and they lost 2-0. I think I said that Austin had a lot of positive things out of that game. Even though they lost, they looked like a team that is going to do better in their next game, and sure as shit they did. They went to Colorado to play. And they went down 1 0 just before halftime. And in my head, I thought, fuck, okay, now they have to play from behind again. Which isn't necessarily something you always want to do as a team. You don't always want to, oh shit, we gave up another goal. You know, oh shit, now we have to grind out, at least score one goal to tie. You don't always want to play from behind. Um, But it's only the second game of the season. They were showing a lot of bright spots. Uh, Colorado did take it to them a couple times in that first half. But then the second half came around. Oh, yeah. Ben Sweat, one of their guys. Um, I think he's a defender, if I remember. I know Ben Sweat from... He was playing with AJ in Miami last year. Um, so that that's how I know the name. That's how I know the player. Uh, he went down... And I don't know exactly what he did, but I'm assuming maybe a ACL tear, maybe MCL in there too. Uh, the moment he went down, he started, uh, you know, signaling for the bench and he went down. And apparently he's out for the season, which really, it, it's just, it's shitty to go down. I mean, it's shitty anytime any player goes down, especially when it's uh, season ending. But I think it's even shittier since it's the beginning of the season. It's a brand new club. He's a starter. He's trying to you know prove like, yeah, this is this is my spot, and then to go down like that. that just that's heartbreaking. And then seeing it from like when AJ tore his ACL, his first season with uh, the Houston Dynamo, seeing what AJ had to go through. And the hard work that he put in, you know, day in and day out and the, and the things that he would do at home when we'd go visit him, um, you know, the ice packs, the, the, the Norma the, the, this, the stretching, the everything, um, it's a long road, but, um, I know, you know, Ben Sweat is a professional and I know, I know he'll come out of it, uh, stronger and better. So nothing, nothing but well wishes to Ben Sweat, um. He'll come back. So that happened. Austin got scored on. They go in a halftime 1 0. And like I said, I was just like, fuck, man. Then the second half started, and you know, Austin started taking to it or started taking it to Colorado again. I thought, this is good, this is good, this is good. And then Diego Fagundes, he scored to make it one one. And he scored their f- Austin's first goal in their MLS history. Again, this is the second game of the season. Austin's second game ever. And uh, to see that goal go in, to see the joy that everybody had, not just Fagundes for scoring it, but I kind of felt like, yeah. Like every everybody's like, oh, fuck, finally, like we got one in. And then we're at the dog park. Me and Ali at the dog park with the boys. And some guy had just said something. He was outside visiting some of the people that live around there. And he said something about like, oh, nice dogs or something. And then Tanato started barking at him. So I'm not, I'm not paying attention to the guy. I have my phone in front of my face. I'm looking at it, at the, at the game. And all of a sudden, I see Cecilio. And I just yell out, shoot. And he shoots the ball and he scores. Oh, this warm wave of heat came over my body. And I jumped up in the air. And I started almost yelling. He scored, he scored, he scored, he scored, he scored. And I goes, what What happened? And I go, Cecilio just scored, Cecilio just scored. And to see him, if you guys haven't checked out Cecilio Dominguez's uh, Instagram, check it out. The pictures that he'll post of when a photographer captures him when he's playing soccer is amazing. Just the, the joy, even to see him play, whether it's live or on TV, the, the joy that he that he has, that he shows. You can tell he loves the game of soccer. He reminds me of Kai Kamara, if you guys listen to that episode, I I paid Kai a compliment and I said, hey man, uh, something to the effect of like every time I've seen him play, like he just you can feel that he loves the sport, um, and that's how I feel like C- Cecilio is. So he scores and the smile and the and the 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 jubilation and he runs over and he celebrates with his team and oh my god, I was so happy for Cecilio because. Again, like like I said last episode, or the episode before. To see him finally here in MLS, uh, that in itself is great. To see him succeed as a friend is even better. Because, I mean, I want all my friends to succeed. And not just my friends who are professional soccer players. You know, I want my friends who are comedians and actors. I want them to succeed. I want... uh my friends who are photographers to succeed. I want, you know, my friends who are not in the public eye, public eye to succeed. I want all of my friends to succeed. Because in them succeeding, it makes me happy. Um, so it just it just there was there was a there was a, a joy for me. And then a couple moments later, maybe not even ten minutes later. Cecilio scores again. I yell again. Oh, my God, he scored again. And now he goes, Cecilio. And I go, yeah, he fucking scored again. So the game ended 3-1. to And Austin FC got their first win in their club history. Cecilio got two goals, which, oh, man. I sent him a video after, and it was just me telling him, hey, man. Um, you know what? No, I'm not going to tell you what I told him because that was that that, that was between me and him. Um any, I, I mean, just to sum it up, I I told him, "Hey man, good job today." Uh so that was nice. And then I believe that same day Pablo Aguilar, he scored a goal for Cruz Azul and they won. That was really cool. Uh again, seeing a friend succeed on the field uh and to see him score just great oh aj almost well he could have scored during the game against dc united he was coming up the left side and he was going in on goal and he passed it instead of shooting it um i was gonna give him shit for that when i see him in a couple days um i was gonna tell him hey man you should have fucking shot the ball like be a little greedy um that would have been amazing that Oh, man, I don't know. Jokingly, I've said if AJ scores, uh, I'd take my clothes off and run around naked in the street. Uh, I don't think I'd actually do that, but I would definitely be super excited. And if you follow me on any of my social media platforms, you would know he scored because I would let you guys know uh, over, and over and over and over and over and over and over again. Yeah, so there was... So that was that was fun to see Cecilia win. Um and then the next day, let's see, what else, what other games did I see on Saturday? New York played somebody, the Fire. I want to say the Chicago Fire. Uh, and they beat them 5 0. I was like, yeesh. Um the other game that stood out was the LA Galaxy versus uh New York Red Bull. Uh, the Galaxy won three to two and Chicharito, Chitrit, he scored a hat trick. Which you know, I know I've shared with you guys that I'm in this kind of I'm not that cool with a galaxy anymore, but hearing Chitrit's story, I'm like I I'm liking Chitrit. More than I like the Galaxy, I want Chitrit to have success. Obviously not against Austin FC and the New England Revolution because uh, a couple of my friends play on those teams. So, I mean, he can score one goal, but as long as they lose, like 2-1, 3-1, 7-1, that's fine. But as long as uh, the team, the Galaxy doesn't beat them, I'll be fine. I mean, if they do win, or if the Galaxy do beat them, I'm I'm just gonna go like this. I'm, oh, fuck, that sucked. That's about it. Um. But I want, I do, I I do want Chitrit to succeed. So I guess in that, I am rooting for the Galaxy. So when I was watching the game, and he scored, I was like, oh shit, Chitrit scored. Hell yeah. Then he scored again, and I was like, oh, hell yeah, Chitrit scored again. And then I think at that time it was 2-1. Maybe 2-0. I don't remember. And then when he scored his last one, I went, oh, shit. I think at that point it was 3-1. And I was just like, yeah, man. Good job. Like, good on you, bud. And then I started kind of feeling this weird, like, am I rooting for the galaxy? And I think it's just, not i think i know it's just me i have to get over i have to get over the 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 issue that i have with him and i mean it's not now it's years removed since they got rid of aj in such a disgusting way and p Vianis is not even there anymore so i mean he got fired so i should there's a whole other like there's a bunch of people that are not only player, I mean, the players have nothing to do with it. But at least the front office... That... Did things so shitty... They're not there anymore. So... Yeah, it's just my issue that I have to... I have to put it in my hand and just... Let it go. Fly, fly, little bird. Um, yeah, so... Uh, that was cool. Today, as I record... Uh, CONCACAF Champions League is going on as well. So I just checked the score before Uh, I started recording. And Columbus Crew and Monterrey, they played. It was 2-2. And uh, Hugo Gonzalez, one of the other guys that I've met through Jonah, uh, is Jonah's really good friend. Um, and because of Jonah, I've met. Hugo Gonzalez, he's the keeper for Monterrey. He's also one of the keepers for the Mexican national team, which we're hoping he goes to the World Cup so we can go see him. That would be dope to be like, hey, look, one of our friends is in the World Cup. That'd be tight. Uh, so, yeah, that's what's going on right now. Um, yeah, so that's that's the soccer talk. Do any of you guys watch soccer? Do you guys... Have any interest in soccer? Oh, really? See, you see that? It's like I ask you a question and then you guys answer it even though you're really not answering it. Or maybe you are, but okay. You could be answering it. I just can't hear you. Eh? Right? Did any, like, did any of you guys play as kids or in high school? I know some of the listeners, they, uh, they still play even just for fun, um, I play for fun now. I stopped playing competitively years ago. I know one time I went to go play with Jonah and Frankie and Pat and Danny. We were playing indoor and I was going to go. Me and Allie were going to go to uh, Hawaii the next day for like four or five days. And we were playing and I started running backwards. And all of a sudden I felt a pop. I think it was in my right calf. I can't remember what, what if it was my right or left. calf. I think it was my right calf, and I couldn't walk. And then we went to the emergency room. And then in the emergency room, or not the urgent care, urgent care. They were like, "Oh, you tore your Achilles tendon." And I went, "What the fuck?" Uh, or did they? Or did they say ACL? I think they told me ACL because I then then I uh, text AJ. I was like, "Hey man, what did it feel like when you blew out yours?" And he's kind of trying to tell me and I was like fuck I think that's what I did to mine and then I went into the uh, sports medicine guy and he goes oh no you just strained your calf you have probably like a grade three he's like we're not going to have to do an MRI because you know it feels like this and this and he's like we'll put you in a boot you'll have to stay off it for four to six weeks and we'll do some rehab I was like okay the shitty part about that is I didn't we didn't go to Hawaii and Ali got us this Airbnb with our friend Rachel and her boyfriend. And it was non-refundable. So (laughs) moral of the story is I thought to myself, next time we're going to go on vacation, I'm not going to do anything the day before because I don't want to fuck myself up. And in saying that I'm supposed to leave tomorrow to go to Boston to go see AJ Megan. And I was at the gym yesterday and I blame this on Frank. Frank, I know you're listening. I know you're watching. It's your fault, but also not really. Um, The day before on Monday, Frank, me and Frank were working out. Or was it, was it Saturday? One of the days I went working out with Frank he goes, oh, let's push the sled. So at my gym, there's this turf area and there's this sled and, you know, you put some weight and you push and pull and whatever. So we did some stuff and I thought, oh, fuck, man, I love this. And I told him, I said, I haven't used this uh, or I haven't used a sled here yet, but I've always seen people using it. And I don't want to use it. So we did some stuff. Oh, man, I kicked my ass. It was great. So then yesterday I was trying to do some stuff. And as I'm going, I feel my it was my third set. Of pushing. Like I'm trying to push it as fast as I can. And I feel my left calf. Kind of like something funky. So the next step. As I plant on it. I don't go as hard. And I feel something. And I feel something again. And then I felt. I almost felt the same. Like it was going to pop. Like I heard it the other time. On my right calf. And I stopped. Luckily I stopped, but the damage had been somewhat done. So I started limping. I couldn't like when I, I, I plant on it. Sorry. Didn't mean to hit the mic. Sorry guys. When I plant off on it here, that's when I feel it in my calf. Uh, not so much today. Like I took some ibuprofen. I kept putting eyes and I lifted my leg or I had my leg elevated, um, So it feels better. Definitely not as bad as last time. But I was like, what the fuck? Is it every time I'm going to go see somebody or like do something cool that I'm going to hurt myself? Like, fuck. Also, I think I just need to stretch more. And I'm going to be, well, now I'm 38. I'm almost 40. Maybe that has something to do with it. I hope not. Whatever. Fuck it. Uh. But yeah, I was like, ugh, gross. Do you guys do anything with your right hand and then do something else with your left? Like do you, for example, do you write with your right and then only throw exclusively with your left? I don't. I write and throw with my right hand. I mean for fun I'll throw with my left. I try writing with my left hand, but it is fucking terrible. It looks like looks like a three-year-old is having a heart attack. And then if you look at the paper, you're like, it's fucking terrible. Uh yeah. But Allie, she writes with her right hand. And she picks the poop with her left I don't know why I don't know why I think it's so fucking hilarious it's okay so when we take the boys out uh, you know we have Thanatos and uh, Apollo when she picks up their poop she picks it up with her left hand and I don't know But it makes me die almost every single time I see her. And I go, wait, why don't you pick it up with your right hand? And she goes, well, because I can pick it up with my left. And I go, yeah, I know. I can pick it up with my left also. I go, but it's more comfortable for me to pick it up with my right. She goes, well, but I want to pick it up with my left. Hey, guys. So... You probably notice that in the first I'm going to call it the first half of the episode, this episode, I was wearing different clothes. Now, I look like a bum because I have my shoulders exposed to you. Let me tell you a quick story. So last week, I went to go uh I flew to go see Uh, Megan and AJ. So the day before I recorded a podcast, this podcast, and Allie said, hey, are you going to edit it? Edit it before you leave. And I said, no, what I'm going to do is I'm going to record the show and I'm going to do it on the plane because I have a hard time sleeping on the plane. So the flight was about, say, five hours. So I thought to myself, if I, rec- if I record the episode and I edit it on the plane, it'll give me something to do for about an hour or so. And then I can sleep for maybe an hour, and then I could watch a movie, and then maybe sleep again, whatever. So I, again, bear with me. This is still very new to me, and I'm still trying to figure everything out. And I'm trying to figure out how to run things without running into these hiccups. So I'm on the plane, I'm ready to go. I pull out my laptop and I'm I'm ready to go. And I see, I recorded on GarageBand, this is what I do. So I see that there's three tracks. And I think to myself, well, I should only have two, the intro and then the track that I'm recording on right now. So I thought, that's odd. So I look at the third track and I delete it. Delete, save, boom. I'm ready to go instead of looking at what's down the line on that track. I just thought I don't fucking need it. So I start editing the episode. Everything's fine. About minute 27, 28 is you guys. Well, okay. I should clarify. If you're watching the YouTube, you'll see what I'm talking about. I go from wearing one set of clothes to now this. If you're listening to on audio, you just have to take my word for it and just listen and use your imagination. So I, I'm i editing it and everything's fine. I get to minute 20, 27, 28, and then there's nothing else. And I think, wait, what's going on? I know I recorded this episode the day before. I know it's there. I saved it. I know it's here. Then it hits me did I just do something that I shouldn't have done? And the answer is yes. I should have checked what the fuck I was doing before I just deleted shit. Now, I do this with emails, text messages, um, pictures sometimes that I have that I think, I don't need this anymore. Boom, I delete. I delete everything because I feel if I keep everything, it's going to get too, too, too cluttered. It's, it's, it's going to be too much. I do this in my personal life. Um, you know, people have given me birthday cards, and I'll read the birthday cards, and I go, oh, that's a, that's a very sweet sentiment. I appreciate it. Now, just because I throw away the birthday card doesn't mean I don't appreciate the sentiment. I do. I, I 100% do. And I'm appreciative for it. You took the time not only to go get it or to pick it out, whatever, and then you wrote something. I appreciate all that. Now, with that being said, once I read it, I go, cool, I've retained what you told me and I don't need it. I don't, I don't need it anymore. So I get rid of shit. I mean, I'll keep the card for maybe a year or two. And then after that, I'm like, I'm not fucking keeping that shit so I I do I did that with this I saw three things and I went I don't need three things I just need two because I think I know better so I deleted the second half of the episode so that's why like I said I'm sitting in front of you in my I just came back from the pool this is what this is I thought to myself should I put something else on should i put a proper shirt should i get fixed up a little bit and try to fool you and i went no i'm not going to do that this is like i said this is me coming back from the pool going i need to fix this shit and letting you in on the secret that i royally fucked up now i know what you're probably saying in the episode with Jonah, Frankie, Danny and Pat and myself you're probably thinking hey if you fucked up with the audio like this this time was it really Ally's fault or is it your fault that you lost that footage of that episode and i'm going to tell you here and now that that was 100% ally's fault that was not that that was not my fault ally's to blame she's taken i think she's come out on an, her on her instagram and she said uh you know she apologizes she's so sorry um this will never happen again um i mean i think i even find her like 200 bucks uh because you know me being the talent obviously i have control of everything not really though um so i find her 200 and i said uh don't don't ever let it happen again um so, um, I mean, we don't have to relive it. Obviously, she knows it's her fault. But this one is on me. So, I don't want you to, to think, oh, like I said, like, oh, but you did it this time, maybe. False. This is the only time I've messed up ever. Not really, I mess up a lot. But yeah. So, I fucked up. I'm sorry. I don't even remember. Here's the other thing I was going to do. I was going to look at the footage because I, I, I have the footage. I just don't have the audio of it and I thought why don't I listen to it try to recreate but then I thought no because then it's it's not going to sound authentic it's going to sound fucking stupid because then I'm like if I thought to myself I don't fucking know what I'm trying to say no I do know what I'm trying to say I thought to myself if there was a point let's say I got excited for something right? Then I'd be trying to recreate that genuine excitement. And though you may not know that I'm being disingenuous, I'll definitely know that I was being disingenuous. And then it would bother me. Because I'm trying to put out good shit for you guys, good content. I'm trying to show you who I am, trying to connect with you. Uh, So I thought, yeah, why don't why don't I just... Come come clean and tell you, uh, I fucked up. <sighs> yeah. So, I believe there was a story I wanted to share with you guys. And it was... Oh fuck, see, now I don't even know if I shared my radiation story with you. Did I share the radiation story with you? <sighs> I'm going to try to remember if I did. I don't think I did. I think I've shared... The cancer stuff, my chemotherapy. And I believe I've shared the the uh, bone marrow extraction. I don't think I've done the, the chemotherapy. The chemotherapy story isn't that bad. And you know what? If I repeat myself, let me know in uh in the comment section of my Instagram and uh the email, the Jesus show, not that one at gmail.com. Let me know, hey, motherfucker, next time do better because I don't want to hear your story again. With that being said, let me tell you a story and hopefully this is the first time. So at this point, you should know if you don't know already and if you don't know, I had cancer uh, years ago in my right shoulder. Uh, you know, I did radiation. Uh, well, I did chemo and then I did ra- radiation. Before the chemo, I did a bone bone marrow uh, extraction to find out if everything was okay. So I've, I've told those stories, the chemo and the bone marrow sh- extraction. Uh, the radiation story is... So I go in and they tell me, hey, the radiation is going to be a whole lot easier than uh, the bone marrow extraction and the chemotherapy. And I said, that, that sounds fantastic. They told me, I'm going to go in, I'm going to lie down on this table and they're going to put my arm... In a certain position, so that the radiation is targeting specific parts in my uh, body. You know, specific section where it is. Um, Like right now, when I'm doing this, that's where it was, right there. That was my pain. So when I go to the gym and I like do like shoulder press stuff or anything that's using my arms, it'll make it hurt like right now this feels very very sore just going like this and that's residual from the radiation because it the radiation like deteriorates deteriorates your bones that's what my um not only did my oncologist tell me that but my uh, radiologist told me that as well so he always told me you know you're always going to have uh bone pain in that area um if it gets, you know, unbearable when you get older, you're going to have to have, you know, surgery and we'll talk about that shit. He's like, but try not to ever do it because once you have surgery, you're going to have to do it again. So that's why when I was going like this, I was like, oh yeah, there it is. Um, So I, 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 I go to the, to the radiology place and they go, okay, you're going to have to lay down. And they put me in this thing and my arms like this, I don't know exactly. I'm just, I don't know exactly what position it was, but I'm trying to show you. It was like. This. so i'm holding on or i'm keeping still and they put it in this mold so that when i go again every time instead of repositioning my hand every time to the perfect part i just go boop and then it's there so i'm sitting there like this and then they put the guy says uh i'm gonna give you five tattoos and i went five tattoos what are you talking about he goes we have to put markers in your like on you just above your skin, so we know where the lasers are gonna go. That way, you come in, you put your arm in the um, mold. That they would, they'd have a bunch of molds, and they would get, oh, they see mine, boom, they put it down. I put my dealie, then they get the lasers, and then they. So he injected dealies into my arm and my shoulder, and I think even like here. So everything was set up. Um, I'm trying to find a marker right now, but maybe I shouldn't because, oh yeah, okay, there's there, you're not going to be able to see it in the camera, but there's one right there, one of the five tattoos. So I always tell people I have seven tattoos, the five radiation tattoos, and then my two tattoos. So a total of seven. So I went in there and You know, I put my arm, and I think it was a maybe 10, 15 minute process, maybe more like 10 minutes. I didn't feel anything. I just, I laid there. This big thing was over me, would make noise, and then I would get the fuck out of there. So the technician told me, get some aquaphor and put it here and here. Because if you don't, you're going to get like radiation burn. So I didn't understand that. Like I heard what he was saying, but I thought, okay, whatever. So I kept putting the lotion for the first two weeks. And I thought at that point, I was like, I'm not feeling anything. Like it doesn't feel hot. I don't feel uncomfortable. I don't know if they know what they're talking about. My dumbass should have known. They know what they're talking about because they're trained. They're medical professionals. I'm not. I'm somebody who doesn't know what the fuck's going on. So I stopped putting the aquaphor on. I want to say for maybe three, four days. I regret that every single day of my life. I got this burn here. It started like a really bad sunburn right here. It was here and then here. Just all, oh, so gross. I put my arm down and it was like the worst chafing sensation ever. So I remember I went in and... And the technician tells me, Hey man, have you not been putting on the lotion? And I said, no, I think I've skipped a couple of days. And he goes, start putting the lotion on now. It's, it's you fucked up. So then, you know, it progressively got worse. Like when I would have my shirt on, just even putting my shirt on and then putting my arm next to my body was super painful. So they had to give me this other lotion. Um, and uh, I believe they gave me some ana- antibiotics too. Then it went away pretty quick, but fuck, it hurts so bad. Um, but that was one of the things where I thought to myself, never think that you know more than the people who are trained and know what they're talking about. Talking about, right? The people, the medical professionals, they know what the fuck they're talking about. I don't know shit. Even if I don't think that it's working or it's doing anything, just fucking listen to him. It was... So I learned my lesson, is what I'm trying to say. And I think that's it. I'm gonna... Again, I don't know exactly what I wanted to say for the second part of the episode. I think I got everything that I wanted to say in the first part. And I apologize, guys. Like I said before, this is still new to me. I'm still trying to figure out... I've said it before. I'm trying to figure out what works, what doesn't work. And I think this part, this time was just a mistake that clearly I made that I have to think a little harder when I get into these situations instead of automatically thinking I don't need something or I know what I'm doing. Um, I just have to reevaluate, really think about what I'm doing Assess the whole situation and then go from there. Yeah. So, like I said, that's the episode. Thanks for coming. Up. Thanks for coming back, guys. I really appreciate it. Remember, rate, subscribe, go to my YouTube, the Jesus Show NTO. Uh, there's, I have a link tree there. Hit the link. It'll it'll tell you. It'll show you where you can listen, where you can watch my YouTube, Facebook, TikTok all that stuff. Uh, it's it's quick for you to do if you rate and subscribe, even if you rate it or if you uh, write a review on the show and you just say, "Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, it's very minimal for you to do and it means the world to me and it helps me grow the podcast. Um, so yeah, that'd be great. Remember, tell your mom, tell your dad, tell your dog tell your neighbors tell your mailman tell your teachers tell your cousins all the cool ones not the bad cousins fuck the bad cousins just the good ones and we'll i'll talk to you next week all right see you later